Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. How are you doing? This is the first Friday of the new year, and I am excited. We are not only finishing up this week's Real Mentors Radio, but this afternoon I will be putting out the first MLM Network Marketing News Report. We've got some great stuff happening here in the first of the year. It's going to be fun. But today we are so crammed full of information, I want to get this out. Chapter 3 of the book, Credibility, How Leaders Gain It and Lose It, and Why People Demand It. This is talking about discovering yourself. Now, we, I want to preface here. This book is written to leaders from a constituency standpoint. All of the research that was done by James and Barry for this book, and I've been, I've been studying these guys, going through their white papers uh, for years. Their, their best-selling book, uh, Leadership Challenge, has been read by every top 100 CEO in the nation, let alone worldwide, it's powerful. And when they broke it down into what allows leaders to make it, it's kind of like Jim Collins and his good to great, you know, and, and what is it that has to be done? It has to be credibility. But before you can become a credible leader, you have to discover yourself. I also want to say something here for for the constituencies, the downlines, the organization, the followers, whatever you call yourself. This also plays true for you. See, if you don't know yourself, then as you progress as a leader, you may find out you're not the person you thought you were. And if that's the case, you may also find that you're not going to be able to follow the leader you're following. Big deal here, guys. This is huge, and you need to study this. Listen to how they open up this chapter. I know who I was, who I am, and where I want to be, said Dan Kaplan, the founder of Dan Kaplan & Associates and the former president of Hertz Equipment Rental Corporation. So in other words, he continues, I know the level of commitment that I am prepared to make, why I am prepared to make that level of commitment personally. I know what it takes to achieve success for me, and that success for me comes from paying a big price, putting a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice behind it. Powerful words. Dan's words reflect the ancient commandment that was carved at the entrance of the Delphic oracle of Apollo, the Greek god of the sun. Know thyself. That's the big key right there. We have to know our self. If we don't, if we don't know who we are, how can we even even begin to lead other people? How, how can we even begin to try to, to orchestrate and facilitate their growth if we do not know ourself? This is why all leaders must seek self 
knowledge or what I've I, it goes beyond knowledge. You have to have that self wisdom to know who you are. The guys wrote this. This comes from U.S. Department of Defense Manpower Data Center uh, project manager. It says to be a good leader, you need to know who you are, your values as a person, and how best to use these values in every interaction. Without knowing who you are, you cannot lead with integrity. This is, man, this is big. See, constituents must know this. If we don't know ourselves as individuals, we will follow anybody. And as a leader, if we don't know ourselves, we will fall for anything. We will be like a flag flipping in the wind. Leadership scholar Warren Bennis said this, to become a leader, then you must become yourself. Become the maker of your own life. Now, I know there's some of my, my, my Christian friends who say, oh my gosh, Troy, that is almost sacrilegious. You're not, you're not supposed to become your, your own leader. Yes, you are. See, God gives us free will. He says in Proverbs, we're to make our plans and he will direct our path. My dad's going through this right now. My dad has made the plans. I will have open heart surgery next week. God's going to direct the path of what that outcome will be. See, knowing yourself is the hardest thing to You have to open up. You cannot lie to yourself any further. You have to be willing to say, I'm a screwed up mess and I need to work on myself or... These are my weaknesses, I need to work on these, or these are my strengths, I need to focus on them, whatever the case is. Because, see, your ability to learn and sustain personal credibility depends first and foremost on how well you know yourself. One of the things I learned at 17 years old is that I thought I was a badass until I got off that bus in San Diego, California at the Marine Corps Recruiting Depot. And I learned real quick that I didn't know diddly squat about myself. I had no clue the pain that I could go through mentally or physically. I had I had no understanding of the depth of sacrifice that I would make for men that were were expecting me to be there to help them out. That grew over the years. To where now I pretty much know exactly can and can't do, what I'm willing to take or not take. And I also know over the last almost 30 years what my purpose, my calling, my cazone, my mission is in life. This is what we all have to do if we want to be credible leaders. Listen to this right here. To genuinely, matter of fact, don't just write this down. To genuinely know the level of commitment that you're willing to make, you must discover and develop three essential aspects of yourself. Your creed. What do you stand for? Your competencies. What are you good at? And your confidence. I know I can help other people. I know I can accomplish this. Those three are important. Your creed is going to be those set of values and beliefs that 
that literally serve to guide you in the direction that you're supposed to be going and the decisions and the actions that you make. Your competency, and this may seem elementary, but bear with me. Your competency is that knowledge, the skills, the abilities that you use to transform your words into action. Hey, it's easy doing a radio show. It's easy shooting videos. You want to know what's hard is explaining to other people how they can do it like I do and better so that they can build their brand and succeed in life and change their family's lives. That's what takes the energy and the effort. That's the hard part. That's where my confidence my, or my, uh, my competencies have to come in. And then the confidence is the will to make use of your skills. I, I, God has blessed me. I hang out with millionaires all the time. Men and women that are so successful in life that if I didn't have confidence in my abilities to help them take their lives even further in every aspect, every area of their life, then then I would I'd be tongue tied and I'd just stutter. I wouldn't be able to accomplish accomplish a doggone thing, to be honest. Because that's what most of us do. Most of us get this celebrity syndrome when we meet these people, we don't know what the heck to do. Oh my gosh, how am I supposed to act? Those are the three things that you have to do. You've got to have your creed, your competencies, and the confidence. So let's clarify. Let's. I'm telling you, you guys need to go buy the book. It, it's powerful. You can get it, I think, over at the Network Marketing Advocates Bookstore. We've got it up there. You can go click there. You can go to Amazon. You can go, you know, whatever you want to do and get it. But clarifying your personal creed. People are admired because of their unwavering commitment to principles, because they stand for something. Susan B. Anthony, Mahanda Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Jesus Christ, Muhammad, Eleanor Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt. Matter of fact, even President Obama. I mean, you got whether you like him or not, you've got to give this boy credit. He does not back down off of what his principles are, right, wrong, or indifferent. Reminds me of my favorite president lately, George Bush, and his stances. And you, it, look, it doesn't matter the political message. You, when people are willing to stand for something, that's important. See, constituents rightfully expect their leaders to have the courage for their convictions. I am big on the fact that we have to get compliance in the network marketing arena. We have to have authentic collaboration and work together to better to the betterment of our profession. I had some communication yesterday with Kevin Grimes because he's the, the mastermind behind the compliance MLM. And, and it's powerful, some of the stuff I'll report today on MLM News. This is big. This is the direction a profession is going. It's being changed by individuals that are working together. Leaders that want their constituents to, to follow them have to be strong and true to their convictions. See, when a leader is clear about what they believe in, they'll take a strong stand and they don't sway under the storms. They look at that picture, they know where where the fine line is, and they say, this is as far as we're going to go. Anything above and beyond this is unethical. It does not hold true to the core values that we have. It's big. See, when you as a leader 
find your respected voice. And through your actions, the team is able to say, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. They're, they're living up to what they're saying. That's when you start to see change. Huge transformations in your organization. But to do that, you've got to know what your values are. According to Milton Rochick, I think is how you say this, one of the leading researchers and scholars in the field of human values, he says a value is an enduring belief that will that a specific mode of conduct or end state of existence is personally or socially preferable to the opposite. Now, for you, for you that that want to take this a step further, I'm going to give you two two places you can go for for really studying your values. Finding out who and what you are. The first one is a website called kazone.com. That is that is from a, a spiritual, a, a, a evangelical Christian perspective. It's not for everybody. But that will help you out. For you that, that say, I don't know if I need the spiritual side of this, then go to stephencovey.com or, or go to franklincovey.com and, and download their Plan Plus for Outlook or, or for Windows, that will help you. That's, that's Stephen's complete value-backed, principles-backed system that will help you do that. Either one of those are phenomenal places that you can go and get this help. We'll put these up on the website later today. This is, this, you've got to know your values. See, values are directly relevant to your credibility. Now, let me, let me, I want to state this again because the guys do. To do what you say you will do is the behavioral definition of credibility. You must know what you want to do and how you want to behave, and that's where your values come into play. This is Today is where we start really getting into the meat and the potatoes. See, the values are clear, and they help you to know what to do no matter what you're going through. It does not mean that you're not going to have conflict sometimes in your values. Let me explain this. If you believe that you've got to take care of your client at all costs, but yet you believe that quality of family time is important, you may have some conflicts at times. So you've got to work at those and decide, how am I going to work around this conflict? How am I going to eliminate the conflict? Whatever the case is, you have to do that. Because clear values enable you to decide your own fate. I just love using words that traditionally are not used in the Christian community at all. See, clear values enable you to decide your own fate. You get to decide that. God doesn't decide your fate. Satan doesn't decide your fate. Your upline leader doesn't decide your fate. Obama, Bush, Huckabee, it doesn't matter who it is. What, what is it? Who is it now? All these you know, guys running. Nobody. The media doesn't dictate and decide your fate. You do. And if you allow other people to decide your fate, then you will never fulfill the purpose that you have on this life. See, values are the anchors. If you've ever gone through a hurricane, if, you, if you've seen boats, boats put anchors out on all sides. Port, the starboard, the stern, the aft, all of that. Because they never know in a hurricane where the wind's coming from because it's a circular pattern. Your values are your anchors. No matter what direction the wind is blowing, you are stabilized. You're going to get tossed about, 
but you're standing true for what you believe in. This is so big. Values also serve as the motivational function. They keep you focused when it when it when you're going through those storms. It allows you to continue to focus. Continue to play it out. Continue to hang on. Think about this for a second. Your values are what makes you the leader. See, it's one thing to be able to know about leadership. It's one thing to be able to to master leadership. But if your values suck, then you will not be a credible leader. I put up on Facebook today, Charles Manson was a leader. A charismatic leader, kind of like Adolf Hitler. See, Charles Manson put together a group of, of young, aspiring youth. They weren't the dumb people. They were smart. Some of them were actors and actresses. They partied together. They played together. They followed him as a leader, and they ended up making a massive murder. Was he a moral leader? Was he a credible leader? Absolutely not. Neither was Adolf Hitler. See, it's not good enough to say I'm a leadership guru. I'm a, I'm a big-time leader. It's, none of that is any good. You have to be a credible leader. You have to take it to that next level. You have to have a moral compass, and that's where your values come into play. I truly think that that's what determines the legitimacy of a leader is that when you're grounded in your conscious choice, knowing the alternatives and deciding, I will take the high road, I will make this happen. See, the lesson's clear. To create high moral morality in your organization, it's important to hold the right values. How do you acquire the confidence? See, just having the message isn't going to make you credible. You've got to practice the message. See, competency is something that's really overlooked, I think, when we talk about leadership. We, we put it, you know, and we started to even this series out, it's a personation, it's a relationship, it's personal. It is. But you've got to be able to be credible. Otherwise, the relationships will be drawn apart. So you've got to know that you can do it. it, it, it it's just... It's just double, triple, stupid, dumb for you to say, I'm going to do something and you can't do it. So why would you say I'm a leader if you don't want to lead, if you don't want to grow, if you don't want to build something? See, when you acquire that competence, it allows you to be genuine. See, people who make unfounded statements about their ability to perform a task or or achieve a goal or accomplish something, they're just phonies. That's why I tell people, don't make a New Year's resolution unless you're going to commit to it. Don't set a goal just because the peer pressure is there. Otherwise, you're a fake and a phony. Set the goal. Set it. Say you're going to do something. Know that you can do it. Don't boast about it. Just go do it. That's what's genuine. Listen to this. People do not voluntarily follow the direction of someone they believe is disingenuous or somebody blindly unaware of their personal limitations. It just won't happen. 
See, to lead or, 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 in other words, not to mislead, you have to have the wisdom, the skills, and the ability to consistently exemplify the values that you profess. This is why. This is why sometimes followers leave leaders. The followers don't know their values. The followers aren't listening to the message. There's a miscommunication, and they believe that the leader is disingenuous. And sometimes the leader is disingenuous. Don't get me wrong there. But you've got to move that forward. You've got to believe you can do it. This is where that self-confidence comes in. That's the third element. Self-confidence is different than competence. You can know you can do something and still not have the confidence to do it. In my case, I I would say prospecting. I know how to teach, and I know how to prospect, and I know how to close. But you know, right when I'm in the middle of of getting into one of those situations, sometimes I wonder about, man, am I going to be able to do this? I bet you're kind of like that too in some cases. Every time I open up my mouth to talk to my wife, I wonder, man, am I going to be able to talk to her where she's going to understand what I'm saying and not be offended or something? Because that concerns me. I want to be the best that I can be. See, that's the key. Leaders have to understand their limitations as well as their strength, and you've got to constantly be moving forward to become better and to know your confidence and to have that confidence. And the only way to do that is to get better all the time. Surround yourself with people that's going to help you. See, confidence is critical to leadership credibility. And how do you how do you do that though? How do how do you gain? Here's what you can do. If you want to gain that that leadership credibility, then you've got to be able to master some things like self efficiency. Can you enhance that? Can you make that better? How do you do that? Master the experiences. Go out there and get involved. Get your feet muddy. Start slowly and raise your standard of excellence. Raise your expertise. Keep moving that up, up, up. Observe other role models. I'm not talking about, you know, I mentioned I I get to hang out with these millionaires and these CEOs. They're not the ones that help me become more competent. Now, they make me understand what I need to grow in and other areas that I can help them, but you want to know what really helps me out is when I watch the Tom Hops of the world. And and I'm out there watching what he's doing as a a coach and a trainer and a, a personal development scholar, and I'm able to to follow in those footsteps and become better and better and better. That's the key. That's why I watch politics. I don't watch politics because of the message. I want to see how these guys orate what they're saying. I want to get better. You've got to surround yourself with social support. That doesn't mean people that are bowing down saying, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest. That means people that actually support you and say, man, you need to work on this. That's the key. You gotta surround yourself with, with encouragement. And then you gotta constantly be looking at yourself, constantly focusing on am I getting better? Where am I weak? What do I need to work on? How do I how do I push myself forward? And you gotta understand that stress is not a bad thing unless you take it to mean that you failed. See, when you're learning something new, it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be, in some cases, just the most stressful thing out there. And when you're under stress, your body sends out signals, aches, pains, headaches, sweating, cold. 
understand it, know what's going to happen, move forward. Continue the task at hand. Find ways to modify your beliefs about your capabilities when you start feeling the stress coming on and realizing, man, i got to push through this, i got to push through this. I wish everybody could have gone through boot camp. We learned how to push through. We learned how to keep going because we knew we were getting better. And at the end of 12 weeks, we were not the same men that had walked in. So exercise, focus, get on get on some some uh, vitamins, some minerals, get on something, make it happen. I, I I tell you, you know, go go get life shots from twenty one ten. You know, if you're into the energy drink, go get some Ver from Vima. You know, if you if if you need to really change your whole persona, everything about you, go go get get on Lima's management system or, or Yoli's. Do something to change your life and make it better. Change your eating habits, man. Go get some Rostelli Direct Organic Food or something. I, I want to see you change. I want to see you be able to make it. It's the only way to take it to that next level. So what can we do? How do we sum up character? Creed, competence, and confidence are the content of character. They're the substance of the self and the matter. They're they're what puts it all together to bring meaning, not just to the leader, but the constituencies that are going to be following them. Listen to this. Those who have those who are clear about their values and beliefs have laid the cornerstones for a firm moral and ethical structure. People who've developed their skills to enact their beliefs possess the moral capa- uh, capacity to achieve good ends with good means. People who have faith in their abilities to execute effectively and consistently, even under pressure and challenge, display moral fortitude. In other words, moral structure, moral capability, moral fortitude combined to make the distinguished moral force in the world. Listen. There are times when a leader will stand true for something and a follower will realize that's not for me. I see this a lot of times in network marketing. Leaders will start out and very little is said about their faith. And then the more successful and the more confidence they get, it seems like they're willing to talk about their faith more. And all of a sudden they will have followers that say, I am out of here. I can't deal with this. I don't believe what they believe. It needs to be that way. A follower cannot follow a leader that they do not agree with, and a leader cannot lead a follower who does not agree with them in every aspect of where they're moving that organization. That's why you should not get stressed over that stuff. Just deal with it. So here are the key ideas from discovering yourself. One, the ability to earn and sustain personal credibility depends on how well Individuals know themselves, their creed, their competence, and their confidence. Credible leaders are clear about the values and belief that guide their decisions and their actions. Values serve as motivational forces in our lives and as standards for resolving conflict. One of, one of the things that I am called in to do in companies is to resolve conflict. As a third-party advocate, I get to do that. It's fun, but it's challenging. We learn that moral leadership requires providing people with choices and alternatives 
instead of imposing the leader's will. You are not a dictator or a cult leader. You're a facilitator of growth to your organization. And before leaders can do the right things, they have to know how to do the right things. Leaders being a value-added competence, leaders bring a value-added competence and are not the genius in all things. Just because you're the leader doesn't give you the right to try to tell your CEO or your or your your president or your VP who's an expert in their division how to do things. Confidence is one's abilities, especially in uncertain and challenging situations, and it's critical to sustaining credibility. And lastly, the content of your character is the sum of your creed, your confidence, and your confidence. Huge. Man, digest this this weekend. On Monday, appreciate the constituents. This is going to be great, man. If you're if you get your organization on, listen to the radio show Monday. It's going to be powerful. Folks, have an awesome weekend. Listen to Jimmy and I this afternoon on Aces Radio Live. We're going to have a blast. Don't know what we're doing because we've been so busy we haven't connected. And with my dad, it's been crazy. But live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Be back here with me Monday morning on RealMentorsRadio.com. Bye now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.